0: This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch.
1: Welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, your host Mark Vandenbosch with you again today and so glad that you've taken the time to join us whether you are at home or if you are at play or if you're just driving along in your vehicle. It's a great day to talk about the building industry and as always we try to bring you the latest and greatest in what's happening in in a fast-paced industry. The building industry has really been a boon to the economy the last couple years, especially coming out of the initial wave of the COVID pandemic. And today we've got one of our frequent guests, and we try to get him on every couple months, and that is John Colley. And John, so glad you could come in studio today with me and talk about what is a, an amazing industry.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark.
1: And it's an amazing time to be in the industry, whether you're a builder or remodeler, whether you're a homeowner and having a project done, maybe you're building a new house or remodeling your existing. You know, John, we see it from the other side, on the supply side, on the retail side, where we're supplying the great projects that are out there here, not only in West Michigan, but throughout the state of Michigan and northern Indiana. John, today's topic is really about the commodity side of our business, which, wow, there there are stories among stories, storylines abound in this category, and John, I'd like to maybe take a bit of a snapshot on where we are currently in this category.
2: Yeah, you know, it's, it's really big level, it's a picture of supply and demand, and Uh, The housing starts and permit data is out. It's better than it's ever been. In the field, though, there's still a lot of struggles with takeaway. There's struggles in the supply chain getting products to market. There's struggles in the labor force getting uh, projects started and through completion. There's uh, a lot of different challenges in the industry that it's facing right now. But, um, you know, things are still kind of rolling.
1: Yeah, they are. Now... If you have listened to one of our previous or a couple of our previous podcasts, we've had Marvin Windows, we've also had Glenview Doors, some great content on those. If you miss those, go to whtc.com, check out the podcast, the At Home Show podcast. We turn our attention today to more of the lumber and the OSB, the treated lumber, as well as engineered wood. John, you talked about kind of some of the conditions from the supply all the way to in the field where the mm-hmm. projects are getting completed and one of the consistent storylines is the fact that it is just taking longer to get projects finished. Now if we go back to the supply side, what's happening at the mill level right now that's relevant to our current top conversation?
2: Yeah on the mill level, from lumber, lumber in particular, we'll, I guess we'll start with that category. Yeah, I love it. Lumber is, uh, its you know, the mills are getting logs. They're able to produce them into lumber. What they're really struggling with right now is the transportation modes to get it to market. On the west coast, they're struggling with rail car uh, capacity. And, and what's going on there is they're not getting cars back. Uh, to load them to ship them out they've got they've got piles of lumber but they can't they don't have any means of getting it to the market and some of that is because car capacity over the last few years you know starting uh uh you know even with uh oh six was you know with that last recession was they they didn't um invest in a lot of a lot of structure to to make new cars and the ones that were on the road were getting older and getting pulled off for maintenance. But um, the other part of it is, is with you know not as many cars out there. When they do ship them out, uh, labor constraints from crews, it it you know offshoot lines, um, you know take take longer to get the car to the location, and then they take longer to get the car out of the location, and then you know it kind of snowballs, and then it 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 affects the cars getting back to the railroad that can, you know, get them back to the mill the load. So, you know, a, a big a big constraint is the there's the car capacity, um the labor that's involved with the railroads and probably a secondary capacity capacity issue is really the the fact that um you know, the the weather related delays that we're seeing sometimes and that's, you know, simply on, on the Pacific Northwest and um, some of the areas that produce lumber uh, are constrained with with uh, track capacity because you know when you start to load heavy uh, carloads of lumber onto um, you know a, a road in essence that that you know has to uh, be able to, to sustain the, the frost heaving and whatnot uh, they have to reduce some capacity just to just to be able to maintain their own you know tracks.
1: Yeah, now we get we get lumber and panels from all over the country really you you just talked about the the northwest so to speak but what about the south and the east do you get it by rail there or are there also other options as far as getting the material here into the Michigan marketplace
2: yeah so so there is a you know the other the uh, i guess on the spruce side the other option is the pacific northeast and some of that comes by rail but a lot of that comes by truck, and there's a lot of constraints in the trucking industry. On January 15th, they implemented um, their, you know, COVID restrictions at the border. So basically, uh, drivers that cross the border in either direction have to be vaccinated. And it's caused a little bit of a, you know, an uproar, uh, more of a political, uh, you know, debate than, than uh than anything else but you know there's a group you know i I read some news this week that they they wanted to shut down ottawa you know so no cars coming in or out they wanted to close that border you know due to a protest well these are the kinds of things that if you've got 50,000 truckers going to a rally and you know um sitting there protesting well then they're not on the road (laughs) delivering material and eventually what you know it, it comes back around and and uh bites us a little bit so the so the constraint in the west is really the rail cars the constraint in the east is trucking and rail cars in the south it's a little different story you know we're able to get some some trucks moving domestically there's no restrictions on that the freight from the south has has been higher than ever you know i mean i think we're seeing that across a lot of different market segments we're looking at uh you know labor in particular um you know even in our industry it's it's you know, had to go up some. But, uh, y- you know, you can you can often get the loads, you just end up paying more for it.
1: If you're just tuning in, to, you are listening to the At Home Show. Today we're talking with John Colley about the biggest category that would go into new home construction, and that is the the lumber side of it. Lumber, OSB, treated material, as well as engineered wood products. Something that we have talked about in the past is the non-lumber side of the house so to speak windows doors in in all these conversations we've talked about supply and we've talked about pricing and that's been those are the two conditions that have been talked about over and over again especially in the last 18 months in the second segment today we'll talk a little bit about more about pricing as it relates to all these categories but as it relates to supply John I just can't help but think a you know, about eight to ten months ago, there was some conversation, a lot of conversation. I'm like, to oh, will it kind of get the material?" Yeah. I don't necessarily think that's the case now, but maybe I'm wrong in that thinking.
2: Well, uh, it really depends on what you want. There are some items that are in um, really tight supply. You know, there's there's constraints on high um, valued lumber, the the machine stress rated. You know, um, long lengths. Uh, those types of products that you know they just seem they just can't seem to produce enough for, you know those are the those are the lumber items that go into truss manufacturing or component manufacturing. Some of that is is real hard to come by, but for the most part the commodity lumber is is uh, you know it's doing what it's supposed to do. You know two by four and two by six are probably the tightest supply. Um, you know and that's what everybody needs to build with they've you know most of these modern mills they have some capacity if if they do run two by eight that they can split it into two by four and sell it on the market if they're going to get a better return on it and when they do that it makes two by eight a little tight and drives that price up but um again you know um there's wood available it's how much you want to pay for it and uh you got to plan a little farther ahead to get it
1: yeah and that's Certainly something that we've talked about a fair bit is, is if you are going to embark upon a building project, whether that's a remodel or a new, you've got to plan ahead more so than ever. You know, it's manifested itself here, especially in windows and cabinetry where, you know, we've seen 20 to 30 to 40-week lead times on product that, historically speaking, you could get in two to four weeks yeah, certainly. You know, John, we've just got a short time before we got to take a break. I'd love to chat with you further on supply as it relates to treated. That's something yeah. that our listeners talk about a lot, especially in the wake of 2020 when you just couldn't get treated lumber. We'll talk about OSB supply as well as engineered wood when we come back on the break. And then we're going to talk at length about pricing. You know, Part of our conversation today is how do we – How do we manage expectations as far as projects that are going to happen here in the short term as well as the long term? We'll do this after the break on the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. back to the at-home show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, flying alongside John Colley today. And our conversation is centered on commodity products, meaning the lumber, the OSB. You know, we're going to get into treated and engineered wood, which engineered wood, for the sake of our conversation today, is all the floor system material that goes into new homes, new multifamily structures, as well as additions, remodels. And if you missed the first segment, we encourage you to go to the WHTC.com website and check out the, the, the first segment of our podcast. It, John and I talked at length about our current reality as it relates to lumber and supply, and things are a little bit eased on that, although there's certainly some headwinds there. I'd love to turn our attention now, John, to, to OSB. Treated is a hot button and a, and a talking point for us as well today for those listeners that are thinking about decks for the the season and then we'll talk briefly about engineered wood and then as we land the plane on on today's <laughs> show we're going to give our listeners some information as it relates to pricing and that's a that's a big lightning rod if you will too but you know part of it our goal is just to share the information so that projects can be successful and that people have their expectations met so let's start with with supply as it relates to those other three categories osb treated and engineer wood
2: so osb is you know they're kind of reeling right now and a lot of that goes back to that transportation issue especially on the west uh, coast um, there 's mills that are producing lumber that have it uh their yards stacked to capacity that uh, don 't have the build avail- availability to get it to market and um, it's it's it 's making kind of a ripple effect across the market because the other producers in the in the region you know they really want to focus on higher end products that give the mill a better return than just commodity uh I- you know items. Right now, they're they're willing to produce some um, commodity items because you know the numbers are historically, you know, three four times higher than what it should be. Um, but there's not there's not a lot of excess capacity from from the OSB manufacturers right now. We we take what we can, you know, in our market up here in Michigan. We're blessed with a, a partnership with a uh, warehouser. Um, they're in they're in Grayling, Michigan, and they they tend to feed most of our locations pretty well. But um, you know, there's other there's other manufacturers that that can deliver here, but they really don't have any uh, product excess product on the market that they can
1: send us. And then treated. Well, let's talk a bit about what to expect here in 22 as it relates to treated material.
2: Now treated treated a, a different animal. T- treated is for the most part the the species that's getting treated now is southern yellow pine. Uh, there's a couple items that that. Um, you know, we used to get in our market quite often, such as red pine or, um, you know, ponderosa pine, those those type of products. But for the most part, most of the major manufacturers are, are going with you know, southern yellow pine now. It's because there's been a, a huge investment in southern yellow pine mills and technology. They're able to, you know, produce items out of sustainable forests and uh, truck them up here to local treating facilities, and then they can treat it and get it to market uh, quite a bit easier. Treated's not going to really be much of the issue unless you're looking for something very special like long lengths um, or, you know, super high-quality grades, those type of items. It, there's just there's just enough production in, in the pine side of it to do that. What pine is having the hard time doing is uh, more the uh, sorting out the top grades to get the actually get used in like tr- the truss manufacturing that we talked about earlier. So, for the most part, I don't think you'll see any major problems on the on the treated scene this year.
1: Yeah, that's great news, especially for those out there that are going to replace their their deck or whether they're going to build a home and and have their dream deck so to speak mm-hmm. in mind. Now, let's finish the supply and availability conversation with engineered wood.
2: Yeah, so en- engineered wood is probably the biggest constraint uh, going right now, especially for some of the uh, multifamily and commercial type projects. They're just not able to get any more supply to the to the dealers than what their current allocation is. And allocations, if anyone hasn't been involved with them before, or, or, you know, from our past podcasts, is basically the lumber yards are getting an allocation based on their previous year's sales and they're not getting a whole lot more than that. So um, the industry kind of gets constrained or the, the operation gets constrained by, by the previous year's sales, you know, in terms of volume and lineal footage, that kind of a thing um, that prohibits them from getting a whole lot more. And the housing start and permit data, uh, you know, is, is exceeding everything that we've done last year. So in the big picture, there, there's just not a lot of supply. And in some cases, uh, some manufacturers like LP, um, you know, one of our, our good partners, uh, really, you know, isn't focusing on some of those engineered uh, products like LSL. Um, they'd rather take their, their capacity and use it towards other products like siding that they get a better return on and, uh, you know, um, provide for their investors like like you know all companies do
1: yeah I couldn't help but think about that lsl and for those listeners that aren't as familiar with it you are welcome to to go to the lp building solutions website they've got some information on lsl although they are going to not make it anymore is that accurate Mm -hmm. that's accurate and it's a product that we've talked about on past shows essentially it's a it's a a framing member that when you want to have an extremely straight wall, so to speak, or if you have a tall wall, there's some value to the LSL product because it's an engineered stud, if you will. And so other manufacturers, I'm guessing, are jumping in on that a little bit, John?
2: Well, I haven't seen anybody really jump in on LSL, but LVL, laminated veneer lumber, just it's basically getting used as a substitute. It's put the constraint on that industry.
1: Okay. Now let's turn our attention to the pricing side of things. Mm-hmm. And why don't you give our listeners the the most relevant kind of information for the current reality and, and even kind of a bit of a crystal ball as we get into the buildings, the real building season yeah. this summer?
2: So, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's high. <laughs> <You> <laughs>
1: right. Know. I mean, it was I mean, just be real, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you
2: know, lumb- lumber is, is trading. Um, you know two to three times where it should and osb is trading four to five times what it should realistically and uh we just don't see it backing off much. Right now, you know, the futures market is is kind of playing games on the lumber side. Uh, Chinese uh, manufacturing or their their housing industry is reeling a bit. They, they've had several defaults from some of their major producers. It's Chinese New Year. They they block off some of their ports and don't allow product in. It makes the West Coast nervous when they don't have an outlet to get rid of things. And, um, you know, they're already dealing with the rail constraints on this side. Uh the futures coming down is gonna make lumber back down a hair, but it's still too constrained to make it to make it really go down much. Usually in in markets like this, when we see pricing jump up a lot, and you know as we enter the year, we get a pullback in the first week of February, somewhere in that time frame to to go in and and we you know it's more of a buying opportunity than anything. But I think that the the volume is really a little too light in the field to To really have much of a pullback on that end, and in terms of um, you know the OSB side of it right now is you know I'm gonna I think we're seeing twenty six twenty seven dollar you know OSB from box stores we're seeing you know professional dealers that that aren't anything but lumber probably you know they're they're generally a little bit higher than that. Um, I don't see it slowing down right now. There's just, you know, we've got a couple major mills that that uh, can't get product to market. You've got a couple major mills that are take that have to take downtime for scheduled maintenance. Um, you know, the demand still seems to be strong. We don't we don't see that that backing up really any at this point. Yeah,
1: yeah, more volatility in our industry as it relates to supply and pricing than we've seen in the last couple years there's been uh, i like to use the language turbulence there certainly has been a bunch of turbulence from that perspective so what's the takeaway i mean ultimately it's plan ahead and, and have conversations as it relates to pricing if you're a builder so that it doesn't hurt your business when it comes time to build those projects
2: yeah certainly and you know we all know that that money's still cheap you know the fed the fed has you know decided not to to raise their rate which doesn't necessarily correlate to interest rates that builders pay but um you know right now homeowners are able to buy you know, basically buy a bigger house. Once Once they start to change those rates, then it might start to affect things.
1: John, a lot of stuff, a lot of content today, and so glad that you joined us. Thanks for coming on board the show.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: And thanks to all our listeners for tuning in each and every week on the At Home Show. We appreciate you. And remember, go to com, check out the podcast where we give you the latest in the building industry. Have a safe and happy weekend, everyone.
0: The at-home show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com, where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the at-home show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.